I'm Jeff. I'm Kia. And I'm Craig. And, and we, we just watched Ghoulies Story Always It's Prank Week at Blazer College. And the Prank Boys are out for blood. You won't get away with those foolish pranks this year. But what these party animals don't realize, I now command you to appear. They've got three new pledges from hell. Now, the ghoulies are about to learn what higher education is all about. Brewskies. I'll just take one. Babes. Uh-oh. So, what's your major? And partying hearty. They drink our brews. This is war. out on manners, but they get an A in mayhem. Ghoulies 3, ghoulies go to college. They put the animal back in the house. It's called Ghoulies 3. No, it's Ghoulies go to college. Alright, let's do this again. Ghoulies 3, ghoulies go to college. Okay, we'll do the, I'm sorry, I, my yeah. apologies. Yeah. Let's do this again. I thought that was pretty good though. I think it would be funny too. Uh, okay. It's natural. We can do a clean one if you want. No, no, no. Uh, let's let's. No. There's beauty in the mess. <laughs> <laughs> the subtitle to our podcast. Um, so, I just want to say before we open the floor, this, this was technically my pick, even though I opened it up to uh, listeners via Twitter to vote, and this was what was selected. I did put it out there into the world. As a, as a possibility, so... What were the other options? I think this is the one you were hoping for. I was. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I had... Uh, it was all sequels. They were like creature sequels. Oh, so it okay. was Ghoulies Go to College, King Kong Lives, Jaws the Revenge, oh. and... Oh, Critters 4. Okay. So they were all going to be pretty rough. Don't get me... I, I purposely picked rough movies. But, like, this one on paper, it's like... Coming out of Ghoulies Part 2, which is an amazing movie. Uh, I love the Ghoulies as a concept and as character designs. I think it's fun, the idea of them going to college. And, like, the cast that we saw was attached to this. I was like, okay, there's a lot going for this movie. It'll be fun to watch. I mean, it's got not James Spader in it. <laughs> well, but it, no, seriously, though, it has Kevin McCarthy, who is a classic player. I mean, he's, he's in... You know, a classic Twilight Zone episode. He's yeah. in the original uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. UHF. UHF uh, Inner Space yeah. also. I mean, he, he's a Joe Dante player, a uh, just comedic guy and a lot of gravitas. I just think he's a great actor and he's yes. he's great in this yeah. for what it's worth. 
Um, we have uh, Matthew Lillard's screen debut. Yeah, uh, I noticed that, and I was like, "Is that Matthew Lillard?" Right, weird haircut. We have Jason Scott Lee, who goes on yeah. to play, play Bruce Lee and you know other fun roles, good roles. The funny thing about Jason Scott Lee is if you look if you look it up on uh, Amazon Prime on the Roku, he's first billed in this movie. <laughs> he's in the movie for like five minutes. Right. <laughs> and for me, they had Eva Larue, who I liked from All My Children. She's very beautiful. In this she, she was. She still, I, I, she still I, is. And we looked her up, and she still looks fantastic for a woman, especially. She's in like fifty-one. Her, yeah, she still looks she's on, really good. Yeah. So she's all, she's on all my children, and my most favorite person in the whole wide world is also on it, Sarah Michelle Gellar. There's a beautiful connection, and then Sarah Michelle Gellar went on to be in Scooby Doo with Matthew Lillard. What? Hello. Crazy world. Okay. Um, so <laughs> so moving on, even though it had all these great things going for it. Uh, this is, uh, this is a pile of shit. <laughs> it was a really bad movie, um, and, uh, I'm I sorry. I thought that's why you picked it, though. Well, it was, but it, I, I would argue, I don't even know if this works on a so bad it's good type of uh-huh. level. Um, so let's, let's... I feel like it may have been a little too, like, they knew they were making something. Right. Like, it was... It, it, it's almost like the Sharknado thing where it's like, hey, we're, we're purposely making a bad movie, haha, right. and it makes it less funny. Well, yeah. but since, since I don't want people to... Listen, if you want to watch this, more power to you, but I doubt any of us are going to urge you to go out and see this. So I think we need to give a decent plot synopsis Yeah. Uh, so before we go into it. Ghoulies go to college. Yeah, basically some... <laughs> it's in the title. Yeah. The, the, this guy is sitting on the shitter, and he finds a comic book, and he reads from it, and then the ghoulies start coming out of the toilet. Yeah, it's an enchanted comic book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which... It's called, like, Ghoulish Tales. Ghoulish. Ghoulish Tales. Which I guess is supposed to explain why the ghoulies are called ghoulies, because yeah. uh, if you've seen the first two movies, it's never explained. And I don't think anyone actually calls them ghoulies in those movies. That could be wrong. So uh, I guess it's trying to kind of explain some mythos of the ghoulies, because also in the first movie, there are no toilets to be seen. Yeah. No ghoulies pop out of toilets. That happens in the second movie. Um, but that's only because the iconic imagery of the video cassette They're in the tape. toilet. They're not summoned. Because you've, you've right. never seen the first two. I saw the beginning of the first one, but that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they don't literally uh, spawn from the toilets in the first two movies. Yes. Um, and they're much smaller. The character designs have changed a lot. Oh, hold on, hold on. I, I got away from the plot. So, yeah, a guy finds this uh, frat kid yeah. in a frat house finds an enchanted comic, reads from it, and summons the ghoulies. And the ghoulies get into all kinds of hijinks on this college campus, which is yeah. clearly UCLA. Yeah, and there, uh, there's like a B-plot where the these two fraternities are having a prank war with each other. Exactly. And yeah. uh, so for the majority of the movie, they don't realize that the ghoulies are the ones doing a lot of this mayhem because they think it's the other which, frat house. like... After we're kind of introduced to the ghoulies, very, very briefly, we're introduced to the ghoulies, we get to see them. There's like 20 minutes of this movie that's just purely about these frat houses doing pranks. Yeah. And we get to see all their hijinks, um, which, by the way, the pranks are not confined to students. It's not just against each other. Mm. Like, they prank a, a janitor at one point. I'm like, why are they fucking with this poor janitor? <laughs> There's just a guy trying to do his job. And who was it? Was a janitor? Kane Otter? No, someone else. Oh, is. no, but Kane Harder was in that scene. They, yeah. they, they rig up, uh, they play a prank on a janitor. The mop bucket goes rolling, and then Kane Harder walks by and falls into the mop bucket and goes flying. I didn't even know that was him. Yeah, yeah he was Kane, like the stunt supervisor, apparently. Right. 
And uh, the the director of this movie, uh, Ghoulies Go to College, uh, directed uh, one of the previous Jason movies, one of the Friday the 13th. So I guess that's the connection is that Kane Hunter and I, he had worked I was a, Yeah, the bones were there and the people involved yeah. were there and they just produced it. <laughs> well, and uh, yeah. One quick other thing about the uh, the plot here is that we're also introduced to uh, a nutty professor, right? Um, a wacky, overbearing professor played by Kevin McCarthy, who uh, also is into the occult. So he discovers the ghoulies as well and discovers that he can kind of control them. Yeah, and he has possession of the comic books so right. he can tell them what to do. And uh, he's upset with uh, the frat houses doing all their hijinks because some of the, the jokes backfire on staff and faculty and himself. So uh, he uses the ghoulies kind of against the frat houses and students that he doesn't like and everything, right? So, I mean, I, I think that's really all we need to talk about as far as the plot goes. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is when, it, when I first started watching it, like, I was about 10, 15 minutes into it, and I was just like, this is really bad. Like, I was mm. like, I was kind of nervous because I was like, Craig really likes this movie, and I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't want to, like, you know, spoil the fun for him or anything and be like, that wasn't very good. But, like, I, I do understand, like, if uh, I had seen this movie when it came out originally... When I, you know, because I would have been like eleven or twelve, I probably mm. would have been like way into it just to see, like, because they have puppets in it, yeah, and there's like silly humor and there's boobs. So yeah, there is a, a ridiculous amount of TNA in this movie <laughs> and nudity, particularly fem- female nudity, right, and gratuitous female nudity <laughs> uh, to the point where Akiana, we were watching it, we were kind of questioning who the audience was. A well, little I didn't bit. Know, yeah, because. I can't tell what they're going for because I don't. I assume they're trying to do a gremlin type of situation. I don't really know because the ghoulies don't talk. So as soon as they started talking, I was like, "This is going to be a bad movie." They totally <laughs> yeah. they made them bigger and they made them talk, and I'm like, "No." Yeah. Um, I just want to say, like, the original ghoulies in the first two films, they're like puppet size. I mean, they're they're small. they're very small, yeah. and they make yeah. noises. They, they make noises, but. Exactly. They never talk at all. Okay. And, and uh, this one, they totally change it. Well, they're almost humanoid size. I mean, they're, they're, they're still puppets, but they look, they look bigger like to me. Like you said, they, the, the frog one had, like, abs. Yeah, the frog, the, which they credit him as a fish ghoulie, but I think he oh. looks more like a frog. Um, the frog ghoulie. The little bald one? Yeah, yeah, the little green bald one. And he's kind of the leader of the three. Yeah. Uh, we have a, f- a fish ghoulie, a cat ghoulie, and a rat ghoulie. Oh, yeah. And uh, the fish ghoulie is, like, jacked. Like, yeah. he, he <laughs> has abs, <laughs> he has pecs, he, he has clear muscle tone. And it's just weird to me. Like, I don't feel like that was present in the original. And the iconic look of that ghoulie, he's wearing, like, uh, children's clothes in the original you know what I mean like he has like a little shirt and like suspenders and yeah. you know but now he's like jacked he's all like hey fuck you like, you know yeah. he, he seems kind of like yeah. Mo of the Three Stooges I think yeah. that's what they're going for he's he's the alpha male of the group so yeah it was just like having seen the second one which I think is the best one where they kind of take over like a like a not a haunted house but like, like, a, house. like a fun house at a carnival mm-hmm. um to go from that to this was like very disappointing because it just wasn't because the second one to me is just like it's so good and the third one they just become like little frat ghoulies i mean they're drinking beer and i thought that was the whole point of it though like the whole joke was to they were purposely doing like a parody of college movies starring the ghoulies but 
like I don't think they were um, trying to actually be scarier. Oh no! I mean that went out the window, right? Yeah, like I don't, like I don't the jumping the shark movie. It, it maybe is is because with the first two, even though they are trying to be somewhat serious horror movies, maybe they just realized they weren't ever going to be truly scary. So yeah. just go full throttle into silliness. Um, and these puppets looked like puppets to me yeah. too. Like you could tell there was some yeah. hand inside, like. Yeah. I mean, it's like Muppet style. Yeah. It, it, it goes from creature effects to just being straight up a Muppet. Um, and uh, I, I just felt like, again, the, the I think that's the mesh that doesn't work with me, is that, you know, the ghoulie characters seem almost childlike and fun and over the top. And like you said, kind of like Gremlins, a little touch of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I felt like, with, with the way they were talking and the, the kind of 90s slang that they were using sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they were borderline, like, Cowabunga, dude, like, almost right. like that style. And then you clash with, uh, you know, college kids having marathon sex and, you know, college kids uh, doing panty raids. And it's not just like, hey, we got the panties. It's like women that are naked. Taking the panties off and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like this weird, like, I'm kind of like, again, I was like, a 12-year-old would really be into the puppets and stuff. Yeah. But the TNA kind of make it, like, scuzzy in a way that I'm, I'm, I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. Like, Maybe more like work. teenagers or something would yeah. be more into it. But I mean, like, and, you're, like, who's the audience? Yeah, like yeah. you're saying, you know, is it college kids? Is it 12-year-olds? Is it, yeah. you know, teenagers? Yeah. So. Plus, plus, let's talk about the kills. Oh, that was a huge right that we had, yeah. just... Ridiculous. I mean, most of these people wouldn't have died that way. Like, and the ones that did happen where you should have died, like you get electrocuted or a bomb is literally right next to you, you don't die. So I just, and that's like a Tex Avery cartoon. Yeah. And the carnival one or the, the fair, the second one, I don't remember them having silly kills. They would like, you know, stab people. So that's yeah. why they're a little bit more scary in the. Yeah. So even though the second one I think was probably more kid friendly. I think it was still a little bit scary, and this one was just, I guess it was just supposed to be, like you said, just full comedy, I well, guess. Well, I think you're right. Like, it, even though in the original two ghoulies, uh, the ghoulies are kind of fun and silly and everything, there's still a threat to the characters in their movies. Like, the ghoulies could still actively kill someone and, you know, maim them and, you know, it'd be uh, awful. But in this, yeah, like, there's a running gag with a security guard that works yeah. on campus. And like he has said, uh, at one point he gets his golf cart gets tampered with and he gets electrocuted, essentially. I mean, it's smoke is coming out of his mouth. Like, yeah. he's so electric, you know, uh, shocked by his golf cart. And he's making such a big production out of it. And no one gives a damn. No People one just is- laugh at him and he's fine. <laughs> he, he gets up and walks yeah. away and he's fine. Uh, and then another sequence, um, a kid makes a bomb. Straight up, he's going to use this on a frat house. Yeah. A bomb as a prank, but it's just a bomb. He's going to blow it's up a, the frat it's house. It's a bomb from like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Right. Yeah, it's like a black ball with a wick. It's like, hey, is that a bowling ball candle you have there? <laughs> And it, and it goes off in the the security guard's lap, basically, and uh, it doesn't kill him no, as well. He's fine. Um, yeah. But on the flip, other hand, when the ghoulies are killing or attacking people, uh, they kill someone with a plunger to the face. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like so, yeah, her th- face gets pulled as if yeah. it's like rubber or putty. Yeah. yeah. And that kills her somehow, even though there's no blood. And then they pull yeah. that one lady's tongue out and wrap her up in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kills, that kills her. her. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, the, 
they made a little joke too. They're like, uh, "Is she famous? Oh, it's the lady from Newhart." It's yeah. like, "Oh, that is the lady from Newhart." <laughs> it's also the lady from The Simpsons. Yeah, she's oh, really? the teacher. Miss yeah. Oh, she passed away. Yeah, yeah. recently. And they also killed um, a, a guy with a frying pan to the face that had oh, obviously yeah. fake eggs. Yeah, <laughs> plastic <laughs> eggs. So a frying pan to the face, I could see that could kill you, but it, clearly he wasn't hit hard enough for that to happen. But. It was just like, okay, so that person died? Here's the difference. The person, if the ghoulies are doing it, it kills you. If the frat guys are doing it, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You're right. So, like, you're totally right. Frat guys could, like, literally blow someone up and they're fine, but, like, the yeah. ghoulies, like, hit someone with a plunger and they're dead. It's like, <laughs> Maybe that's part of the magic of the ghoulies. Yeah. I, asked kinda, during, yeah. I asked during the movie, like, how many carts did the security guard have? Because I think he yeah. went through, like, three of them. He just kept showing up. Yeah. And how um, come he was never fired? Because horrible <laughs> things happened when he was around. Kia, Kia, was there anything you liked about it? I liked that Eva LaRue was in it just because I like her from um, All My Children. Uh, I will see. say real quick that she gives a, a very straight performance. She's like one of the only people in the movie that isn't like chewing the scenery and acting silly. and like It's like she didn't get the memo that this was going to be essentially a Looney Tunes movie. So yeah. she plays it straight. And I kind of thought she gave... I liked her. She was always a breath of fresh air every time yeah. she was in it yeah. because of that, you know? Well, like, real quick, back to the boobs and stuff. Yeah. There's a, there's a thing that confused me when I was watching it. So there's that one girl who's, like, hooking up with the guy, and they do, like, the butt shot and everything. And then they, it cuts to her in her dorm room or wherever she lives, and she's, like, seductively taking her clothes off uh, <laughs> by herself and saying, like, like, people are peeping on her, but she doesn't realize it, but she's, like, still... I think she like thinks skirt. they are, because I think she, they're supposed to be doing that panty raid. She knows the panty raid is going to so happen. I think she oh, yeah. thinks... Yeah. Well, that was my question. Oh, was, like, let's talk about that. She, she, she covers her nipples up with her arm at that point, but then later <laughs> on they're in the shower and their boobs are just, like, completely exposed. It's yeah. like, why would she cover up in the beginning? She's, doing, she's teasing them. Okay, well, I didn't realize she knew that they were like, out there watching right. her. Although, even though when they cut to the window, it's like they're plainly like right in view, <laughs> and like that guy, like the security guard, sitting there, like, oh yeah. Um, and the ghoulies are like, oh, that's I think yes. in that scene, it's the ghoulies that are watching her, right? Well, the the security guards watching her, and they saw the branch off okay. like in a Looney Tunes oh, yeah, yeah. and it falls, and they're like, hey, look at that girl. I liked how they. Um, it's a pretty good. Ghoulies, the frat, yeah. the frat, the sorority girls to get back at the guys that are going to be in the panty rate. They. For some reason, collected all the paintings and put them in a laundry basket. And then when the guys break in, they're like, "We're going to show them." And they break out in a pillow fight and they're topless. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's what you just show. gave the guys their fan like you." And then yeah. they're all like, "High five, we got yeah. them!" <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Uh, idiots. Um, that was the joke, though. Was it? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Another thing I didn't like about it, I didn't like that Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard didn't say anything because I yeah. thought this was going to be his breakout yeah. role, but yeah. I was really looking forward to that. It's a screen debut, but yeah, he's basically a glorified extra. Yeah. yeah. Um, a cool thing. Sometimes when the ghoulies did talk, sometimes they said they, what they said were funny. There, were, there was one. Um, the cat who was voiced by Richard Kind. Do you know him? If you see his face. Uh, yeah, I know the know the name. Yeah. Richard Kind. I'll show, I'll show you his face. Right. He's um, a pretty big character actor. He's been a lot what of was things. he? Was he in Spin City? I think so. I think that's what he was a regular. He's on. He's a here. really goofy guy in Spin City. Um, there's a lot of goofy guys in Spin City. But um, and they were getting the beer, and he was like, "I just take one." I, I thought that was kind of funny. And then the whole <laughs> yeah, thing like in the frat fridge, there's like a huge. Uh, 
There's like a oh, million yeah, yeah, beers yeah. in it, and uh, the cat takes one. Like, I'll just take one of these beers. <laughs> and they all, like, an avalanche of beers, you know, fall out on top of yeah. them. I noticed some of those beers were like empty, like crushed beer cans. That's too. what he, was, that's yeah. what yeah. Instantly, as soon as, yeah, I, I don't know, whatever. What about you, Jeff? Were, were there any standout moments that you enjoyed about this movie, or? I didn't hate it. Like, it was, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was not good, but I, you know, it was not good in like an entertaining way, I thought. Like, mm. it was just like so bad. I was kind of like, I gotta see what's had to happen in this. Like, <laughs> I'm kind of interested to see what you would think about the second one to see if you would like it better just because the ghoulies are so different mm-hmm. yeah. in there. And it's taken yeah. a little bit more, it's definitely supposed to be a little bit more. But, but it still darker. has some really ridiculous stuff in it. But well, they're, yeah, they're great. It's great. I mean, but you know. it didn't start with like, ding, 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 ding. This one started out with like music from Pee Wee's Playhouse. It was just like yeah. a totally different. Yeah, the total vibe. shift was big. Yeah. yeah, they tried to. I feel like they were trying to go for like a live action cartoon feel for this. Mm-hmm. But then it's also mixed with this. Like if the Ghoulies weren't in it, that B plot of the whole prank war thing that could have just been a, a bad like yeah. college movie in the eighties. Right. You know. Well, that's 90s, what. Circling back to your idea that this is a parody of those movies. I, like without the ghoulies, it wouldn't be. It really, it would really yeah. essentially just are be. Are we sure it's a parody and not just a mistake? Like, do we think they really went in thinking? Hundred <laughs> percent. I think they did. So? I think they did. I think they just. I think they just kind of failed. Like I think. Oh, okay. that while they were trying to make a parody of it, they just made one. Like they just made a bad. Yeah, college kid movie, and it's not. It doesn't really work as a satire or a parody of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's just kind of silly and bad. And yeah, without the ghoulies telegraphing it, you wouldn't know. Almost, it these just are seems, also you know. like the dorkiest fraternities I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Surrounded by these somewhat attractive sorority girls, but mm. all the guys were just like, <laughs> just yeah. it was. They were the yeah. It was like it Revenge was, of the Nerds. If all the fraternities were nerds, yeah. it was weird because <laughs> that the the girl that you like, she. Uh, uh, you know uh, what's his name? The main what's the main guy's name? I have no idea. The we, we said not Eric Schultz a second ago. Or didn't no, we? it wasn't Eric. So it was what's his name from uh, James Spader? James Spader. Yeah, I was like not James Spader, and uh, he liked that girl, but she didn't like him. She was going out with not Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> like, and she was just like, I'm going out with Malfoy. I'm not going out with you. And then like he keeps getting caught with like that that hot like stripper girl mm. who was also in a, another B movie that they reviewed on Best of the Worst. Really? Side note, oh. but um, but I think I think she was like a Playboy model back in the day. Uh, but anyway, like you know, not James Spader gets caught with her, and like that girl watches like mm. he's like, oh wait, no, no, let me explain. It's like. That girl is clearly going out with the other guy. Like, you haven't done anything wrong. You're not dating her. Like, why are you getting all upset? But it's weird. I mean, hang up on them. <laughs> For me, the only thing I truly liked about this, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I sympathize with some of the stuff that you're saying, Jeff. That it was just, you know, like a cartoon come to life, and mm-hmm. it was purposely bad, you know. Um, but really, the only things I really responded to was Kevin McCarthy. I I, I think anytime he was in it, it was fun, and yeah. he brought a lot to a really thankless role. That and, one scene where he was teaching, yeah. and Eva Larue's character tried to say something, and he was like, "Well, you're wrong." Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he's really he's funny. he's it looks like he's having fun with it, and yeah. uh, just I love I looked him up later or when we were watching it. And uh, he lived to be ninety six years old. Oh wow! Um, when he filmed this movie. Yeah. He was already in his late seventies. He was pushing eighty when he wow. did this movie. So, like, just the idea that this like seventy six, seventy seven year old man 
brought that much gusto <laughs> to this silly movie. I, I just love that. I love. I don't think like I think some people would spin that as sad that like oh, you know no. in the twilight years of his life that he's doing this stuff. Yeah. But I think it's awesome that he was like, all right, Ghoulies go to college. Fuck it, uh, you know. And yeah. he goes to UCLA. <laughs> Let's have fun with this. Yeah, yeah. just had a lot of fun and ate some sh- uh, some scenery. Got to like. Uh, play against puppets in some scenes, yeah. you know. And he got to that giant like, puppet thing on his chest. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's worth noting too. There's some fun creature effects towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, pretty bad uh, B movie style, yeah. but kind of fun. Like I liked them. Uh, you know what's funny was like. Mm. I feel like you guys are way harder on it than I was, and I was like very nervous about having to talk about it because I was like, it wasn't that great. Like, how am I gonna like? <laughs> it's because we have like, rain on their parade. Like, we love Ghoulies Part Two, I think, quite a yeah. bit. We have a lot of fondness for that movie. Yeah. Thought, so, have you not seen Ghoulies Three before? No. Mm-mm. Oh, I thought that's you'd one seen of the it. reasons. No, no. I, again, on paper. It seemed like something I would love. That's why I was yeah. so excited for it, and I love the title. I just think the yeah. title is hilarious. Yeah, and then just seeing it done so to me very pedestrian like it's just very haphazard and not yeah. a lot of thoughtfulness into it yeah I mean it's I, I feel like they're going for parody and it's supposed to be funny but it's not funny yeah. like it's like just lame jokes but like it's and then they and then they hand wave it by going it's supposed to be bad I think that was their right. logic the whole way through like if someone said ah, this isn't really funny I don't feel like this joke isn't landing they would shrug and go but that's the joke is that it isn't funny <laughs> and it's like no no that's not how comedy works usually yeah. but there was something scary in the movie and that was that frat house bathroom Ooh. it was the most disgusting <laughs> I have a recurring dream when I'm where I when I where I, that, a recurring dream. Where I have to really go to the bathroom and I'm just stuck in this really gross bathroom and every stall is just <laughs> super gross. And um it's like that's a frat what that house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they yeah, it's just a weird frat house. Everything they painted everything dark green and it's just yeah. weird and everyone's using this toilet and they're totally fine that they just killed a ghoulie in it. No one's they're probably gonna keep that toilet the way it is. There's a fr- oh, one of their another stupid death, one of their friends gets like folded into the toilet. <laughs> yeah. And apparently no one cares. Yeah, no, no one like worries about that guy being missing. Or at the yeah. end, he just like poor Wes, and the girl is like, "Well, some another girl died." And they're like, "Well, at least they're together." <laughs> and then they're like, "Party!" He goes to ask, like he goes to ask the Playboy model, like, "Hey, have you seen our friend? Like, he was with you last night." She's like, "No, I haven't. Let's have sex." Yeah, <laughs> that's almost literally what happens. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I don't know if I should do that. This girl who doesn't want to have sex with me might walk in." And uh, if you're a kid watching something like this, especially back then, you probably have an idea of like, "Man, college is going to be crazy. All these parties," and then you get to college, and it's not quite like that. <laughs> Well, I think, like, all good. TV and movies have lied to us about that. Like, mm. <laughs> you see all these movies about, like, well, or maybe I just was, like, not in the cool games. <laughs> cool yeah, maybe the cool groups really did have parties yeah. like that. I'm, I'm sure there were some pretty wild <laughs> parties back in the day, but I uh, was, wasn't invited to them. Uh, so, any other closing thoughts or comments? Because I think mm. we're, I'm satisfied yeah. before, with our discussion. I hit everything I wanted to hint. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. What about a letter grade, guys? What would you give this? Oh, boy. Like a... Like a D minus? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would give it a D. Um, I think... Here's the thing. is I love the ghoulies so much, but they changed the way they look to the point yeah. where I didn't like them as much. You know what I mean? Um, so... Yeah. 
it's kind of, I almost feel blasphemous doing this, but I think I give it, what did I give Zodiac? Do you remember? It was like a C, right? I think it was Something a C. Like that. Mm. I give this a C plus. <laughs> what are you doing? You're better than Zodiac. You just, you just said you didn't like it. I like going to the college for the Zodiac. A C plus. A real movie. Oh my goodness. Okay, maybe not. I'll tie them then. Whatever I gave Zodiac is what I give Ghoulies Go to College. Because okay. I could almost see me being curious enough to go back and watch this again before I would watch Zodiac again. Mm. Going, did I miss something? I need to watch Ghoulies Go to College again. I could see me doing that in a year. Meanwhile, One there night, are unsolved murders. Pish posh. I, I'm going to be doing unsolved murders? No, what? I'm saying Zodiac. <laughs> That's about like something real and unsolved. And you're like, pish posh. Hey, real, I'll watch Ghoulies. The greatest minds in the country are working on those unsolved murders. <laughs> Nobody's looking at Ghoulies Go to College. <laughs> The, the, these the fast forward these great exactly. minds are <laughs> the uh, the fourth tier minds, <laughs> yeah. like me. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I guess we're giving it uh, collectively a D plus, something Fair. along those lines. Yeah. Um, Passes to the next grade. Once again for The movie we're doing is something that I think both of you should be somewhat even matched. I'll give you a hint. Maybe you just tell us what it is. It's a lie! Frankenstein? Yes, but instead, it's young Frankenstein. God. Oh. Jeff is going to trounce me. What? I thought you were... I like that movie, but Jeff is like an expert on that movie. I thought, because last time I felt like I watched with you. I feel like you, you don't both, want me to go up against you, you both, in the championship. You were both... So you're rigging this shit. I definitely don't want Jeff to go up against me either. So you don't want to play. <laughs> no, I don't want to play. I don't want to play anymore. Well, good luck. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's okay. see. There's like 21 questions. Okay. Okay. And I, I got this off some website, so. Young Frankenstein. Begin! And I'm assuming some of these are somewhat challenging. I don't know. <coughs> I know nothing about this movie very much. Okay. Question one. Who comes to inform Frederick Frankenstein of his inheritance? Craig! Craig. Igor. You are so wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> Just- <laughs> Uh, it's that guy. I can't remember his name. No. I need the multiple choices. Oh. Air Rubenstein, Air Epstein, Air Bernstein, Air Falkstein. Rubenstein. <gasps> Wrong. Oh, it's Air Falkstein. All right, so no you points. No points. Stand a chance. Two, what type of creature does the medical student mention as having shown voluntary movement after being preserved? Oh, crap. No, it's not working. <gasps> it's not showing me the whole question. I'll skip that question. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> what causes Frederick Frankenstein to dismiss his class? Jeff. Yes. He stabs himself in the leg with a scalpel. That is literally verbatim correct. <laughs> Two. What does Frederick call his great-grandfather Victor's work? Jeff. Jeff. Doo-doo. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> what does Frederick mistakenly take as a strange endearment when bidding Elizabeth farewell at the train station? What? That's a tough question. Let's hear some options. What does yeah. 
Do you want me to read the question just in case? Yeah. What does Frederick mistakenly take as a strange endearment when bidding Elizabeth farewell at the station? The options are taffeta darling, silk beloved, velvet. Jeff, taffeta darling. Correct. <laughs> Which song is parodied when Frederick's train arrives in Transylvania? Ooh. Options? Yep. City of New Orleans, Crazy Train, Folsom Prison Blues, Chattanooga Choo Choo. Craig. Craig. I'm going to say Chattanooga Choo Choo. Yes. We got ourselves guess. a game. <laughs> what relationship does Igor or Igor claim with Frederick? My grand... Oh, Jeff. Yes. My grandfather used to work for your grandfather. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do the horses do every time someone says Frau Blucha? Jeff. How do you pronounce it? Yes. Frau Blucha. Blucha. They make that noise at Whee! Whatever they, they Craig. name. Craig. Whatever. I have the... Oh, damn it. You said it. That's not the correct word, but I know what he's talking about. Yeah. What is the... Winnie. Oh, Winnie. Never even heard that before. Mm-hmm. Well, but cost you a point. Mm-hmm. How does Parrot. How does Frederick discover his grandfather's lab? Oh, Jeff. Yeah. He pulls on a book in the bookcase, and the bookcase swivels around. Wrong. That is not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. What are the options? Um, he finds a map of the castle. He hears violin music and follows it. Igor tells him where it is. The fourth option is trick question. Frederick always knew the location of his grandfather's lab. Uh, I'm going to go with Igor. The correct answer they have here is he hears violin music and Mm, follows it. Yeah. But he, I guess, yeah, I guess that's what starts him on the journey, but then he pulls on the book and the bookcase and the bookcase turns. The quiz is correct. I guess so. What does Frederick tell Inga to do after they find the door to the secret passage? Jeff. Yes. Put the book back. Uh, no. What's the question again? What does Frederick tell Inga to do after they find the door to the secret passage? Oh. Options? Options. Unbutton her nightgown, sing Yankee Doodle Dandy, put the candle back, do an interpretive dance set to Ina Kleine Nacht music. The candle back? Yes. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> What is the title of the book Frederick finds in his grandfather's lab? Through those options. options. <laughs> Making a monster in ten easy lessons. Playing God the Frankenstein way. How I did it, Mary Shelley, fact or fiction. Uh, Craig. Yes. I'll go with B. No. <laughs> Jet C. Yes. How I did it. What does Inga posit the monster will have? Posit. What does Inga, I guess, say that the monster will have? Craig. I think that the monster will have. Yes. Large penis. Okay. <laughs> Jeff. Well. A large Fonson stuck. Something like that. <laughs> it's a, it's what Craig said. It's large yeah. It's penis. what you said. It's an enormous Schwanzstucker. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. I, I could yeah. have been more specific with the funny. I'm going to give you the points for that. Thank you. Thank you. I, I remember. I remember that very well. <laughs> <laughs> Whose brain is Igor instructed to get from the brain depository? Uh, I know this one. Hang on. It's um... I'm going to bring for it. Multiple choice. Yes. Albert Einstein, Rupert Murdoch, 
Hans Gruber? Jim. Huh? Yes. Damn it. It was on, I will say Jim. It's definitely not the guy from Die Hard. <laughs> Can you continue with the option? <laughs> Jeff blew it. D. Let me hear that last one. D. Oh, damn it. <laughs> what? I'm going to say D. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, you know. He strategically made it where I couldn't possibly answer it. You are, That's quite the well played. Say, let's hear the last option. <laughs> Whose brain does Eeyore tell Frederick he actually got? Jeff. Yes. Abby Normal. Correct. <laughs> what does the blind hermit tell the fleeing monster he was going to make? Oh, oh, shit. Uh, Craig. Yes. Is it parfait? No. <laughs> it's something really fancy, though. I remember. <laughs> Damn. Options? Yeah. Tiramis- tiramisu, sa- Saganaki, <laughs> Espresso, Cherries, Jubilee. I think tiramisu. Incorrect. It was espresso. Oh, I knew it was something kind of like <laughs> like fancy, you know what yeah. I mean? Like- <laughs> what does Inspector Kemp say is an ugly thing? Yeah, that's for the options. A riot, the monster, Frederick's tie, the new village logo. <laughs> <laughs> That's all pretty great. Uh, Craig. Yes. I'll go with B. No. I'll go with D. Now, a riot. A. What now classic bit nearly didn't make it into Craig. the film? Yes. Craig, the dance sequence, putting on the Ritz. Yes. What did Mel Brooks discover that provided young Frankenstein with a more authentic Craig. Look? Yes. Oh, shit. Actually, I don't know. Um, is it the special effects, like the, the Jacob's Ladder and all that stuff? Like the industrial stuff that they borrowed from the original films? Ten, yeah. It's the original lab sets. Yeah. So, okay. um, yes. This one, I don't have... I can't find it. see the fourth answer, so I'll just have the three options. Which song do Frederick and the monster perform at the scientific forum where the monster is presented? Yeah. Putting on the Ritz. Yeah. We already did, uh, I was confused because I just answered with that. Yeah, but this is quite a redundant question. A question. Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. Don't lash out. Don't lash out. <laughs> Apparently, this will be the last question. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, all right. <laughs> Madeline Kahn's appearance in the final sequence is an homage to which film? I think I need the options. Yep. Options: The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Bride of Frankenstein, the 1930s. Yes. It's me, Bride of Frankenstein. Correct. She's gonna open the bride. Yeah. That is it. Who? What's the final? That was a speed round, but Jeff, 15. Craig, 10. That's Damn not it. Bad. That's actually closer. Yeah. There's just a few more questions. Well, that was my quiz. Jeff is the champion. Huzzah! Next episode. Oh no! I don't Oh no! Oh, well, Let's you do done brought it. Can we do? Can we do a, a, a Buffy quiz? I get to two? pick. I get to curate the next quiz. Did to be Buffy fair, quiz. let's let's let's, let's keep, it, just, keep keep in mind that I really thought you knew just as much about this as he did. That's why I picked it. I, I think we were actually it. once we got started, we were yeah. pretty evenly matched. I was not it trying to screw anyone over, so just keep that in mind when you pick the next well, movie. Bear in mind, I'll be the quiz master. It's going to be Kia versus Jeff. That's why I'm saying it. In a grudge match. Oh, grudge match. I for the ages. I have no grudges. And I get to pick the movie. What will it be? Tune in next time. Every week, we like to share what's making us scared and which 
we tell you guys something in the horror community that's making us quite excited. Or in life. Or in life. <laughs> Kia, oh. you kick it off. Huh? Kick out the jams, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Pump up the jam. What's making me scared is we saw a movie a couple weeks ago called Unsane. Oh. Um, which was, it has a good, I think it has like a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, so good reviews. And mm-hmm. um, it was pretty good. There were some moments in there that were a little weird and that got laughed at that I don't think was intentional. Um, and they kind of did that thing where movie, that movies do when they go into a mental institution where they have some the patients just totally do crazy off-the-wall things, or I'm sure in a real mental institution there are people that are just fine, that don't, you right. know, fling their feces at you. Right, they're not throwing used tampons in your face. That, and, yeah, you know, that happened. That happens was, in Unseen. That was a moment that was very uncomfortable so for everyone For everyone in the theater. It was like, what? Uh, but anyway, what was cra- what's scary about the movie to me was just the concept of what if you somehow accidentally end up in a mental institution because the, in, in this movie not giving anything away she was just trying to go and talk to a therapist and she somehow gets finagled to be an in, to be a patient she somehow is, keeps getting taken deeper and deeper into the mm. building and she becomes a patient and as you you know she's not crazy and as she's explaining herself to people though you can see how to a nurse in a mental institution how she might sound crazy even though she's totally normal yeah. and everything she's saying makes sense so that was kind of scary to me. Like, if I were to end up in a mental institution accidentally, all the things I could say to try to talk my way out of it, which are totally legit and normal, but to someone who is looking at it through a lens of a mental evaluation would think I'm crazy. And that's a little... And I, and, and my job, I have to look at people's medical records, and I see them say things that are totally normal, but then they'll yeah. get diagnosed with something. And I'm like, what? I do the same thing they do. Um, it's sort of like uh, American Horror Story Season 2. Where that lady was in the mental institution and she was trying to tell people that she's not crazy, but mm. you know. It, well, and the, the catch twenty two is you know maybe you're going to be admitted for twenty four hours, and if you screw up, it can turn into seventy two hours, and if you mess up a little bit more, it can turn into a week, mm. and it's all completely legal, and nothing anyone can do. Like there's a sequence uh, where someone from the outside might help her, but that person just hits a brick wall, and it's yeah. like yeah. you know they can't actually get through the red tape, and she's screwed. She's just going like, to be at this place. Think about everything you, know? you do during the day, like. Let's say you're, you know, walking around your house and you're talking to yourself, oh, I need to go do this, I need to go do this. What did I do last night? Blah, blah, blah. Totally normal. But if you saw someone doing that in a mental institution, you're like, they're crazy. They're talking to themselves. It's just little things, you know, what if you're a type of person that, you know, some days you don't want to leave your house. You just want to stay home and be by yourself. The first thing I do every time when I get home is I strip naked and I cover (laughs) myself in peanut butter. And I understand where there might be some, you know, some angle someone might see me and think, yeah. You know, that's not totally normal. I mean, no, okay. But for real, seriously, how many things do you... Stop making jokes! Yeah, I'm trying to make... Yeah, but how many... That's kind of a scary thought. Like, if you were to end up in yeah. this girl's position and you yeah. go for help and you end up stuck. Yeah, like, because you're in that environment, people have it in their mind, like, people in here are crazy. So anything you do that seems unusual, they just chalk it up to, yeah. like, well, you're just being well, you're insane. And, and then it's just kind of... Yeah. Uh, sometimes it becomes inmate mentality of like we want to bring everyone down to our level so i'm sure some of the people that are stuck there for a while are like you know what 
screw this person that thinks they're normal. I'm going to prove that they're fucked up. Yeah. And they kind of like push, pull the strings a little yeah. bit where you seem, you know, they, they antagonize you. They, yeah. you know, make you goad you into a fight or whatever. So then they have on you like, oh, this person got physical. Or Which this is what kind of happened in this movie. Yeah. So, um, it's kinda, yeah, watching the movie just made me think how hard it would be to get out of an institution yeah. where you're totally fine because everything you say is going to be looked at a certain way. Yeah. So that's pretty scary to me. Yeah. And the movie was all shot on iPhone. So case yeah. in point, or not case in point, but... The point, if you go talk to a therapist, don't go do it at a mental institution. <laughs> Just go do it at a building that's like right next to a Target. Don't so they sign can't, anything. They can't admit <laughs> definitely you don't sign anything. anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely had a lot of uncomfortable laughter from the audience we saw. Oh, really? with, mm-hmm. Which I think sometimes is a good indicator. I think sometimes that means it's yeah. like it's effective. And there are some you know? definite moments where I was just like, I did not see that coming. <laughs> it got really intense. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> Well, speaking of things shot on iPhones, that leads into my thing I'm scared of. <laughs> All right. It's, uh, we made a new video for our YouTube channel, Half-Assed Horrorcast. Uh, we showed Craig's He-Man and the Masters of the Universe collection. Good <laughs> yes. triumphs over evil once again. Thanks for the fisting, Fisto. Anytime, He-Man. All right. He-Man action figures and play sets, each sold separately, only from Mattel. It's titled, Craig Loves Skeletor! <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah, highly recommended. I, I, I think I had so much fun making that video. Uh, I was like super excited to show people you know, what we came up with. And also, uh, Jeff does a really good job with the editing and the lighting. And uh, he adds graphics to it. It looks... Or it is very professional. I was going to say it looks professional, but it is professional. So definitely check it out. I'm very proud of that one. And I'm glad Jeff picked it. And Kia heard us all day in the garage. I did. I was in here watching Investigation Discovery. <laughs> and we were in like, I'll get you, Skeletor. Yeah. They're in there talking about fisting or something. I don't know. There's a character called Fisto, and we made a couple of jokes. Um, really quickly, the thing that is making, my, making me scared is uh, the burgeoning Tennessee horror community. Because we have several people around here that are, you know, kind of creating like this tight-knit group. And uh, we have the Full Moon Cineplex um, here near Nashville that shows a lot of old-school horror movies. And uh, uh, they're kind of open to the idea of people curating uh, the movies that are going to be playing there. Um, so our friends at Music City Horror, they have a podcast and YouTube channel. Uh, they're going to do a um, Friday 13th uh, screening, uh, host, hosting a Friday 13th screening. And I think a Q&A afterwards. I think they're going to talk about it. And uh, they're going to have uh, giveaways at the theater and everything. Um, and a couple weeks ago, they uh, another group called Tennessee Horror News, they uh, hosted uh, Death House premiere, which is like... They keep calling it the Expendables of Horror, even though I think the director hates it when it's called the Expendables of Horror. <laughs> but it has, like, all these old-school horror icons and one movie together. And uh, TNC Horror News got to premiere it at, in Nashville at uh, the Full Moon Cineplex. Um, so this is kind of cool that there's, like, a place where everyone can go that kind of uh, encourages, you know, this kind of local horror community. But anyway, that's what's making me scared. Congratulations, all you guys getting out there to the full moon, the Cineplex. It's a really fun venue, by the way. It has a lot of, like, cool uh, decor, and it's just, you know, kind of a fun place to go see an old 
horror movie. We saw Phantasm there a couple yeah, months ago, and it was, was a lot of fun. Yeah. So that's it for me. So at the end of the show, someone picks the movie. Jeff, it's your motherfucking turn. That's right. It is my turn. <laughs> uh, I think for this one, I'm going to pick Halloween 4, because we uh, discussed that during the uh, Erie, Indiana podcast, and you mentioned, like, we should do that for the podcast, yeah. I agree, I like that movie a lot. And It's the Daniel Harris jam. It's yeah. the one where mm-hmm. she is the kid in it, so... I that, maybe I shouldn't start off by saying I like it a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> spoilers, I like it. Well, uh, you know, we're going to watch it in kind of... We'll go more than depth into yeah. it. Pick it apart a little bit, maybe. Yeah, because so. there are some ridiculous things about that movie, for sure. <laughs> but uh, but it's a it's a fun movie, though. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, Halloween Four. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. Oh. I own it, so I'm yeah. just going to do that. But I would think it's it's really available though. If you want if you want to check yeah. it out, it's definitely going to be able to be rented on Amazon and stuff like that. If you yeah. want to catch up with it before we watch it for the podcast, yeah, it's so. out there. Yeah. A little Halloween and spring, gentlemen. <laughs> and ladies. And winter spring. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that's it. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Half-Assed Horrorcast. You can find us on Instagram at Half-Assed Horrorcast. Facebook at Half-Assed Horror. Twitter at H-A Horrorcast. And you can send us an email at halfastforecast at gmail.com or visit our website, halfastforecast.com.